This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hammer, you anxious for tomorrow night's game? Um, I mean, I don't really get anxious for games because I'm not yeah. playing, but You're I no still fun. think it's going to, I think it's going to be a really good game. Like this is, this is what you want. I, you know, the NBA, they had this crazy idea and so far the crazy idea has been really cool yeah. and I don't know why it's been cool, but I, I think it works. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, I was there today with the we talked to Trey Lyles, we talked to Mike Brown, we talked to De'Aaron Fox and you can tell like, there's a little bit extra here. And like, look, you're a team like the Kings who have, who haven't had that success, right. To not only you made it to the playoffs, but that was just the first time. Now, can you make it to the playoffs and can you advance? And you can wait until, you know, April to try to do that, but you can also try to make a run here in the in season tournament. And who knows? I if you get on a hot streak here and you're the team, like who knows? You if you take this thing home, it's a big deal. I think that it's gonna feel like an accomplishment. And I, I think De'Aaron Fox said, you know, this is the first year of it. So winning the uh the clutch player of the year award for him was a big deal because he's now the first guy on the award ever. Mm-hmm. And and so now it doesn't matter what you do the rest of your career you're always going to be the guy who's attached to that award. And for him, that's a big deal. And and he, he said the, the end season tournament has that same vibe. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it's, it's been a home run the entire time. This, this end season tournament with not only the, the significance of the games on those Tuesdays and Fridays, but the way the players have responded, you know, and, and we saw, we felt energy, at least I did, off the TV on Friday night because mm-hmm. it was two top teams. You mm-hmm. kind, of, uh, kind of pave your way to the quarterfinals with whoever won that game, and you felt that energy. And I, I, I'm, I really think that this is something that, and Mike Brown talked about it, if the Kings were able to get into this turn, tournament, they could build on this and use this as reps for the postseason a little bit. I, I'm not of the belief of, ah, it just doesn't matter. No, Like, no, you can use this tournament style, and even if you were able to get to Vegas and get that feeling of the NBA world looking at what's going on with you, use that as extra reps for, for playoff appearances. Yeah, Kenny, I, I think you said something there you know, earlier that I think really stood out. The players have responded in a way that has made it a big deal. And, and that's where, I, I mean, I don't think we knew how this was going to pan out and whether or not the players would accept this as like a big deal. But lo and behold, these games are intense. And I almost wonder if, if the NBA, like, you know, the reason they're doing this is to drum up traffic in December 
So when you get to the, to Christmas Day, it's not like the biggest day of the year for them. I think they want to start kickstart fans being more engaged with their product earlier in the year. And then that way they can sell more ad space and everything else. Um, but it had to, you had to have the players on board for that to make sense. And for right now, it sure does feel like the players are, are 100%. And even, you know, that, that extra bucket that De'Aaron Fox had at the end of the game the other night, that, that could end up being a huge deal because that two points gave the Kings two more points on, it put them up to 29 on their, their plus 29 for their point differential. But it also put the, the Timberwolves at a negative three. So it ends up being a four point swing on one play because that's a team you're playing. And so these little things about it actually like they're kind of quirky and interesting, but I, I actually think for some reason it works. Uh, you talk about players being engaged. How engaged is Keegan Murray? I think that's what really matters heading into tomorrow night's game is how engaged is Keegan Murray into playing in tomorrow night's game? Did James not hear any of that? Did James, is James frozen? Is are we frozen? At James, James is frozen. There it is. This was a new type of freeze. See, the this, best part was the this, sigh. Just like, what you asked me that question? Almost, for? almost like I, almost like I asked him something stupid. Yeah, like you disrespected the man or like, something. Like, <laughs> like I just asked him the dumbest question imaginable. Like James is looking down at his phone right now. Like, can you believe this freaking guy asked me this question? <laughs> Did anyone he have set that up perfect? He set it up perfect. He had some some nice lead ins. Yeah. Just... Anyone have three oh eight? We didn't have anything. I think I think the early three twenty three might be the winner. You imagine James didn't freeze. I'm mixing out of here. I can't oh, do this right now. This. I didn't. And people tremendous. were predicting. I didn't think James was going to freeze. No, today. he looked. He, he looked fine. like a million bucks. Everything was great. <laughs> Everything was great. Well, James has to. Reset. <laughs> While we're here. Um, but you know the rules. James has to stay on the screen until he well, resets. Well, you know that. That's, That's for risk. sure. Oh, look, he's still. Look. Oh, oh he just back. came back. He thawed. <laughs> <laughs> he thawed. It was fighting it the whole time. Like, uh, come on now. Uh, I had to switch my phone. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. Uh, I was going to say real quick because we had questions earlier. Um, the quarterfinals is on the fourth and fifth. So there's one Eastern Conference quarterfinal on the oh. fourth, one Western Conference on the fourth, and then one from each on the fifth as well. And the semis are for sure. And the then we semis are definitely seven and uh, nine, seventh and ninth. Yeah, Finals and then the, the other teams Finals. in the league have to play. Uh, <laughs> hey James, it's my it's favorite not, commercial. Not going well, James. <laughs> See spot We have the water spout. Okay. Why don't we do a quick reset? How about we do that? Brutal. You guys got me or no? No, 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 no. (laughs) James, why don't you reset everything on your end? Look, it's frozen, frozen and blurry. What? Boy. I'm not going to lie. Our guy's going to have to reset the computer because the phone is just as worse. Yeah. That one's great. That looks like like a a video game. It looks like Pac-Man. Let's step out. We'll come back. Uh, we'll get our, as Jr. would say, we're going to take our last commercial break. We'll get our, our our last commercial break out of the way, and then uh, we'll get James to reset everything, and we'll come back. We'll talk Kings basketball here on ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Wow, Casey, just you want another line? Sure, set 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 this up for everyone. This is so tonight. Somebody's O has got to go. As when I say their O, I mean their number of wins as of late, because Washington is taking on Detroit. They're both 2-14. and mm. And the Wizards, the calamity that they are, they're on a nine-game losing streak. Yep. Detroit is even worse. Yep. <laughs> After starting 2-1, and one, they're on a 13-game losing streak. Cool. So somebody's always got to go. It's in Detroit. And the I Pistons, really wish you'd stop saying that. Something about it sounds weird. What? what it Michael Buffer said all the time. Okay. But he's always got to go. Uh, Detroit is favored by two and a half in Detroit. I didn't realize that the Spurs had lost 12 in oh, a row. Oh, it's getting nasty. For, I they're didn't know it was 12 four, in a row. Yeah, they're 3 and 14. Wow. Yeah, they are. This is getting nasty in San Antonio. They got beat up again last night. Mm. Well, clearly they're trying to lose for Victor Wimanyama <laughs> well, again. There's two of them. This, what's what's better than one Victor Wimanyama? Two. <laughs> Two. Is uh is, is next year, I always get confused because he reclassified it. Is Cooper Flack next year? Or no, he's still in high school. He's in he was going to Duke. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well Slam magazine. Well shut up. <laughs> didn't have to do that. <laughs> uh well we just touched on the longest next year. losing streaks. Wait in a minute. The... You didn't pick a team. Who you picking? Who you going with? Oh well, anyone who watches it's gonna lose. That's right. We're all the loser. <laughs> Right uh, I'm, I'm watch. I'm watching this instead of Monday Night Football. Hmm. I don't want to see the. Well, Bears. I mean, Indiana, Portland is the alternative. Philly, Philly, and what are you talking about? The Lakers in uh uh seventy uh, six five. I got them at four. Oh, oh okay, same times. Okay. I'm still gonna watch this. Okay, I mean, not equally, but right, I got my right. eye on it. I'm, I'm, I, I think I'll... Washington wins and covers. Okay, I'll go Washington. Jordan Poole goes two for 29. I'm going Detroit. Marvin Bagley saves the day. (laughs) I like it. Who has the longest winning streak in the NBA? Any guesses? Uh, That's a good question. I'm going to say. Was Boston, right? Was Boston. Well, it's Orlando then, huh? It's Orlando. Well, it's Orlando and. Milwaukee? Phoenix. Mm, 
Book. Seven oh. straight. Time with, uh, bucket last night. Yeah, seven straight for each of them. Um, Milwaukee they had that. Good. Yeah, Milwaukee had that crazy game against. Was it Portland? They were down like twenty something. Mm. Was that came back and won? Yeah, that was a that was a few that was a few back. Um, all right, James Orlando. Ham has thawed out. He's back I, with us. I told you Orlando and the Denver Broncos with playoffs. Looks you don't like I'm get right. Credit for any of it. Well, you could get credit for Orlando. Yeah, you get no, credit Denver. For, I, I you said don't it. get credit for Denver. I, on, you gave up do on Denver like three weeks into the season. Don't do that. To you me. don't that's, get that's to go back to it and go. Oh, I was right after I changed my mind. <laughs> don't get to do that. Don't do that to me. I said Denver. Um, Dame's keeping receipts. He's got them them their receipts. Jesse has all of them stored in his phone. <laughs> the question that I really like elegantly threw to you when uh, the first freeze occurred was Keegan Murray. What do we know about his availability for tomorrow? Yeah, he practiced. Um, he practiced. He participated fully. Uh, we're going to have to see how his body responds. So there's a possibility. I would say... Uh, he'll probably be like coming into the evening. We'll probably get an updated injury report. And my guess would be, he would be questionable. Uh, we'll get to the morning. If he goes through shoot around, I think there's a good chance that he's actually, uh, going to play. So I, I don't know where he's at. Like uh, if he's a hundred percent or not, uh, Mike Brown wouldn't like gauge how, how far along he was. Um, but it does sound like there's a good chance he does he does play tomorrow. I like that. I like hearing that. Since he's been out, Harrison Barnes has played pretty well. And, you know, is this – you look at him averaging, I think you said 17 in the last four games. Mm-hmm. Keegan's been out for two and a half of those games. Is this kind of Harrison Barnes checking in, waking up, whatever? I don't expect mm-hmm. him when Keegan comes back to average 17. But – I also hope he doesn't disappear when when Keegan comes back. He's shown that, hey, I can get this done. Just give me opportunities. Are they going to find some ways to keep him uh, ingrained in the offense a little bit? Yeah, I, I think it's just it keeps coming back to the same thing, that at this point, Harrison Barnes is the fifth option with the starting unit. And there are going to be nights where some of the other guys have problems or somebody gets injured. And he steps into a larger role. But for right now, I think this is what the Kings are comfortable with. And and you know what? I'd even put it this way. Like, first of all, in, in the three games since Keegan, like two and a half games slash three, uh, he's averaging 18.7. Mm. Um, and he's shooting uh, 47.4% from, from three. So he has played extremely well. But it's just about opportunity. It's about shots. So if he's just a stand in the corner guy, that's one thing you might get, you know, six shots a game, but if he's allowed to go up and, and start getting into the dribble handoff game and doing the two man game with, uh, with Sabonis now, you know, he can get right back up to 16, 18 points a game. I think the one good thing about this is, you know, he is the one player in your rotation that like this playing real minutes that's over 30. And if you could keep this as like the model throughout the entire season and you get to the playoffs and he's got a bunch of juice left in him because you didn't wear him out all the way through the season. I think that would be a good thing for the Kings. And you know, whether he he's able to step in and have big nights here and there or not, I'm Mm going to say that there's a good chance that he can. 
I apologize. I've been, and rightfully so, so focused on Keegan Murray. Do we have an update at all on Keon Ellis? No, that's been kind of one that they've just put to the side for right now. So I'm going to guess that that's a, a pretty good little injury that he's got mm. there. Um, you know, they haven't, I haven't at least seen a, a grade one, grade two. It's also, he's a two-way player. So I, I believe the reporting on him is totally different. Mm. Uh, so the team doesn't have to give up uh, all the information on him like they would a standard player. So it's just like when they, um, when they send Colby Jones down to uh, Stockton, we get, you know, an alert, right? Mm-hmm. But and when they pull him back up, we get an alert. When they send Keon Ellis or Jalen Slauson or Jordan Ford down, we don't hear anything. It's on the injury report as these guys are in Stockton. But anytime a main rostered player goes up and down, so just it's one of those quirks of the NBA where the sort of the reporting on it's different. So not to be like goofy these games don't count then right no no he they don't count towards the overall number they don't count towards his it's 50 right so he these he's technically not with the team yeah okay. and yeah yeah technically he's not okay well, i'm just trying to keep saving, track i uh, say oh, saving some games here just, for just, just trying to keep track because i mean well they it, they did wave Philip Petrusiv this weekend. Oh, we hardly and knew you. Did see that? Yeah. yeah, and he was going. He's going straight mm. to Olympiacos, from what I've heard. Mm. Um, so you know, it's kind of an, an interesting deal there. But they had something lined up for him, and he's just gone straight to the Greek league. Mm. Um, and, and they don't have the rights to him or anything else uh, moving forward. So, uh, you know, but what that did do is it bought him some time with that whole weird rule where you. If you only have 14 players, you only get 90 days of two-way players. And if you uh, if you have 15 players, then you get 50 for each of the three players. Um, so we're going to have to see how that works out in the end. But it seems like the Kings have left the door open here for, for them to add another piece mm. onto the end of their roster, whether it's someone from the G League right now or it's a guy like Ian Ellis who's played really well and you have an opportunity to bring him up and and give them a you know more of an opportunity with the parent club. So okay, so I, I'm, I'm following you here. <clears throat> that move gives them that open roster space where they can convert Keon without cutting anybody on the roster right now, right? Yeah, if they wanted to. Yeah, and I'm not saying that they're going to do that, but um, I, I certainly think that that they could. Okay. Where's Sasha going to go when he realizes he hates the NBA? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's a good question because Trey Lyles is back, and yeah. what does that mean for Sasha? Right. And to be honest, it doesn't mean good things. So um, Trey Lyles is a guy that, you know, like, again, I kept saying it, like, <clears throat> Sasha, you hope that his ceiling would be like Trey Lyles, and then you watch Trey Lyles play, and you forget how good he is. And you're like, you know what? I really like seeing Trey Lyles <laughs> on the court, and I think Mike Brown feels the same way. He just plays with physicality, plays with pace. He hits his shots. He rebounds. You know, he's a good guy to have on your team. He doesn't make mistakes. And I think that that really does uh, him and him and Sasha so far play the same position. And so unless you're going to move Trey over and have him play more minutes at the five, which might be the case, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be an issue for Sasha. And this offseason really got out of control. Well, 
This Sasha stuff really got out of control. We got a little excited. <laughs> you think? We got a little excited. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's no, I, getting I, sent over there to watch this guy play. We're <laughs> getting excited. Mike Brown's there. Uh, uh, Matina's there to close the deal. And so the man's got these, so, these pretty pretty soon. Jalen Rose is going to be talking about all the DMPs he's got. <laughs> so wait, let me let me ask both of you guys this though: Do you think plan, plans changed when Javale McGee became available? Yes. Hmm. Because I I, yeah. I only asked that because I think they thought, you know, <clears throat> while we would like some size, we'll just go into the season with Trey being the backup five. Sasha will get those four minutes, mm. and I think that was the case. And when Javale got involved, it kind of flipped the script on that whole plan. Yeah, I honestly think that that's where we kind of went. Although, I would say, you know, there are plenty of nights this season where Javale hasn't played well enough to be in the rotation. And so right. I think that there could come a point where we're going to see more of Trey, uh, just like there was that moment where all of a sudden Alex Len. Uh, stepped in and was the big man, the it, the first big off the bench. Like I, I just don't think we're that far away from that. I, I did think that Javale played extremely well, very very well against Minnesota. Um, his rebounding, especially late, was tremendous, and I, I thought he played just. It was one of his better, like grouping of minutes that we've seen this season. I was just waiting to see. I'm just, I was just waiting to see if anything else was on the way. He, he, gave, he gave him a comment. I was just waiting. That's hey. I was just he showed him love. I didn't want. I wanted to make sure I didn't cut James off before he said. <laughs> but you know the sweeping hook shot we could do without. But, but he didn't. Like all right. So I'll get the James loves Jabelle shirt up on the website as soon as possible. Um, here's a. It feels like we're talking a lot about minutes and minute dispersion. This goal, Keegan's back. You know, Keegan, you know, back injuries are always back soreness, back issues are always kind of like weird to navigate. But where happens to Chris Duarte now? Yeah, I mean, like, is he always... staring at DNPs again? I don't think so. <clears throat> I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. Uh, Mike, Br- this is now you got a Kessler challenge. game. Kessler's got a crown on his head, and it's like, man. <laughs> That's I mean, that's, a, of, that's, the, that's who's forged his way into this rotation. That's the like. mark of a good team, right, where you have a guy step up and be able to do something like that. But a lot of times, James, those moments are few and far between for these guys. Yeah, I think Mike is going to use that that ninth and a half, you know, tenth man as just a, a roving piece mm-hmm. that he he goes to. So against a team like, you know, against a team like Golden State, you probably don't need Kessler Edwards. Like unless there for some reason you start having Andrew Wiggins going crazy, right? You probably don't need him. Uh, but against the Clippers, you might need him against Paul George, against Kawhi Leonard. Um, against then we, we get to Denver and then you're like, okay, what are you gonna need in that? I, I think you probably would like to see him on the court against a Michael Porter Jr. And so like there, there's going to be these opportunities for you to play a guy like Kessler here and there. Um, just like, again, I think that there's a way that we don't see a lot of JaVale against Golden State. We do see plenty of JaVale against uh, the Clippers. And then uh, and then you get to Denver, and yeah, you're going to need JaVale most likely 
as your backup behind to go uh, slow down um, Jokic at some point. So Mike's got he's got some uh, like an arsenal of tools in the tool chest, which I don't think that he had before. I don't think he had last season nearly as many options. Uh, and and I also think that injuries. It was kind of a theme today. Like Jason Anderson, and I both asked Mike and, and the other player the players about like early season injuries, they might have opened the door for more of a next man up mentality than the Kings had. Mm-hmm. So, you know, guys like Chris Duarte have got an opportunity to play with the starters, to play in a different rotation, uh, to play more minutes, to play less minutes. But those like moments throughout a season, they can help someone develop and get more comfortable. And that can really help out uh, if you get to a, a stretch where you're, you're missing someone for two weeks or so. And so I, I don't look at the uh, the injuries that we've seen so far as like a total, uh, like a huge bad thing for this club. Um, I think it's probably, you know, to a certain degree, it's helped Mike Brown keep everybody engaged early in the season and sort of have a pathway. I, I really like the sign of a guy like Kessler being able to come in after not playing for a whole lot and, just do his role and be efficient, you know. And like I said, going up against Alex, uh, Alex, going up against Anthony Edwards, um, it's not you're not gonna stop a guy like that. That guy is special. But you go out there, you make him work, and you do what you can to limit the damage that he does. And Edwards had a great game, but Kessel Edwards was out there competing against him the entire time. And you get guys like Kessler, you get guys like Javale showing up, Alex Lim when he's there. These are the guys, these are the type of guys that you need, the others, the role players, you know, who aren't going to play every night. But anytime you call on their name, they can come in there and give you solid contributions. That's one of the reasons why the Kings, in my opinion, are showing themselves to be a playoff caliber team and not just a flash in the pan or anything like that. They get solid contributions. This team is put together really well, in my opinion, where they get solid contributions from guys that Hollingers don't even know the name of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Kessler Edwards was just another example of that the other night. Yeah, I think you can throw Keon Ellis in that mix too. Yes. You know, yes. people forget that, like Keon Ellis jumping into the rotation, he had the big game uh, to finish off the Houston Rockets. Uh, right when when the the Rockets ran over the Kings, but he played well in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and he scored that fifteen points. Well, that started a a run of six straight games where Keon was in the rotation. Um, he had two starts in that stretch, and the Kings went six and zero on that stretch. And that's something that, you know, I think people just gloss over. They went six and zero with his energy, his defensive prowess, um, and that's something where, you know, you remember those things, those points in the season where guys come in and they actually are impactful. And so I wouldn't be totally shocked to to see Mike play this game all season long, whether it's Colby Jones, whether it's, you know, again, giving Kessler minutes or, or Alex Len when he's healthy, you're trying to keep everybody engaged, but you're also trying to keep the players who are playing. You're trying to push the buttons, you know, make sure that they're pushing as well, that they're trying to get better and they're trying to help the team win and not getting complacent. And so, it's uh, it's going to be a never-ending battle for Mike all season long, but he definitely has options. James, what was De'Aaron's vibe headed into tomorrow night's game? Uh, you very expertly yeah, we couldn't uh, hear from noted him. that 
all, all but said, hey, radio show I work with, don't play this on the radio. Uh, so we weren't able to, to hear that. But what was his vibe coming out of this road trip and heading into tomorrow night's in-season tournament game? Yeah, he's, he's like, feeling good. You can tell. He's got a vibe to him that um, I, I think he's still leader. I'm not positive, but I think he's the uh, points-per-game leader in the in-season tournament. He's averaging like 39 and a half for the end season tournament because he's had two of those big blow up games. Um, but uh, he looks like he's he's confident. He he is a guy who wants to he wants to beat the Warriors. I think everyone is sick and tired of losing to the Warriors. And I know Jesse brought it up when we we're coming out of a break that, you know, you don't want to go. zero and three against a Pacific Division rival um, when it could come down to something like that for the playoffs later on the season. The Kings have already, you know, we talked about Houston losing two straight to Houston, losing two straight to uh, to New Orleans. And I, does that mean the Kings have only lost to three different teams That's on right. the season? Yep, right. They just happen to lose to all of them twice. Yep. Um, so it's kind of a weird anomaly there. But what you don't want to do is is have five or six teams that you've already lost your uh, the tiebreakers with, and so. Um, this is a big game, and I, I also they want to play in this mid this in season tournament. They're like, this is cool. Like, why not? Why not us? Why not have a good time with this? You know, it's five hundred k. Let's go get it. And I kind of like that point of view from them. Yeah, I I look at De'Aaron Fox and what he's doing and what he did on Friday, going head to head with Anthony Edwards, and he put up thirty two shots. And you know what, James? I did not care. Right, I'm not saying that's what he's got to do every night, but sometimes it calls for it. And the way that game was being played, with them not able to get to the foul line somehow, some way, uh, De'Aaron Fox not able to get to the foul line. I don't want him shying away. Go ahead, take that midi, take those shots. And I, I think his aggressiveness is something that that team that team fed off of on Friday night. So I just love the way he plays in these games, and I'm looking forward to that on tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I think, to, uh, you know, he's one of the pieces that has to come in and play really well against a team like Golden State. And we've seen him do it, you know, especially in the playoffs. He was so brilliant before he hurt his finger. And, like, look, I, no one wants to be great more than De'Aaron Fox. So that's a big deal. Like, he he's on a path. He won the Western Conference Player of the Week. You know, these are all things that he's just, like, putting in, in his, like, He's got to have a trophy ch- uh, case at home at this point. And so w- when we get to the Warriors specifically, this is a game where like you just can't keep losing to the same team. I, I mean, you can, but that's going to come back and be a huge issue down the road. Like if if you've lost four or five, six straight to these guys, that's not going to feel good. And not only that, but it really it ties up the, the end-season tournament. Like it, if you're not in the tournament, you still have to play games. So, yeah. like, again, the games are the the fourth and the fifth and the the seventh and the ninth. The teams that don't make the tournament, they've got to play on the sixth and the eighth. Mm-hmm. And so what you don't want to do here is, like, all of a sudden have to scramble and play another one of these teams that, you know, whether it's divisional or, or whoever it is, you don't, you're going to have to schedule out another game here. And I don't know how the league has that all set up, but it's pretty wild. I don't think, think they that, do either. No, they're they're just it's like wild, us. Isn't it? Jason, just kid would say. 
Yeah, because that could be a home game at Golden One Center. Mm -hmm. Like, that's wild to me that we have no idea what the sixth and the eighth will be. Now, we will know tomorrow, like at the end of the game tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but we'll know going into that game uh, what the Kings have to do because Minnesota plays at 5 o'clock. And so there's potential for the Kings to already know uh, their, not their fate, but whether they have to, to beat Golden State or, you know, it could be really weird where like you got to beat Golden State. um, Or if you lose to Golden State, you can't lose by more than eight. Right. And so it could really come down like, but Minnesota can't win by 20. Like there, there, there's yeah, but you'll know that going into the game because Minnesota should be done. So it'd be like, okay, we need an X point win. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I I think it's totally weird, like the whole way the thing is, and it's it's really strange that like the Kings because of point differential, they don't have an opportunity to play for um, wild card to play for the wild card, Mm -hmm. right? Although I think Minnesota does. So you could have Golden State run run the score up on the Kings and beat them by a bunch, and then Minnesota score even more but still come up short because I think Phoenix so, has like a 37-point um, – is it 30, 34 points, right? Yeah, is, there, yeah. is there a point differential? Yeah. So if somehow uh, Minnesota beats OKC by 38 – they could still steal that spot as long as the Warriors beat the Kings by more than enough to put them above as well. Right. And it's the, bizarre. The Kings situation is they can't up their differential by losing. You know what I mean? So right. they, they exactly they, they can't compete with Phoenix in that respect. They have to win the game. So it is, it is strange. De'Aaron Fox still number one, by the way, 39.5 points per game. I'm mad that you he found it. I couldn't find the standings. The mm. the stats. Oh, that was NBA.com. No, don't oh. don't say it all smug <laughs> like that. I went to NBA.com and I couldn't find well, it. What were they doing? Were they doing a thing where like you couldn't you couldn't see the the stats or something like that? Because they were doing that for a long. Cause I had to go on a different browser. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I just I I go to NBA.com. I click in season tournament and they say, hey, here are the scenarios. Here's the bracket. Like, no, I want stats. Give me stats. Oh and well, I went to the regular stats. I didn't. I didn't go to in season. You go to the oh. regular stats and click the drop down, and it gives you an in season tournament tab. Hmm. I don't have one. <laughs> I swear to you, I'm looking at it right now, and I don't have one. Go on stats. I'm on stats. Like hover over it, then go to players. Click on players. Yep. And then on the the bar top. Players, traditional stats. Click on traditional stats. Well, okay, that's a okay. Now that this is a lot, this is more than it's you. Complicated. It's right this there. Is, well, well, and now that, I found. I don't need. I, I found it. I got it. <laughs> all that matters is De'Aaron is leading. That's all that matters. He's leading, and, and and the rest of the world, like the rest of the basketball game, he's still top five. Twenty nine point nine a night for De'Aaron Fox. Hmm. Nine point five assists in this one too. If if the Kings win the end season tournament, do you think Vegas would change their odds for like for playoffs or for for a championship? I just wondering. I don't think so. I think they would. I, I think, think they would. They would. Yeah, no. I think they might one look says at the yes. Kings one says no. I, I don't think they would. No. Kings. They might look at the Kings as being real. 
They might it's not still, have thought that way. Like I, I, I'm not diminishing. It's still December. I don't know that. I don't know what sways Vegas though. So I, I have no idea. Hmm. If the Pacers won, the Pacers would then be the favorites to win the NBA championship. I know <laughs> if that. The, if the Pacers lost, the they'd be the favorites to win. No. <laughs> well, and Tyrese Halliburton would be the MVP. They well, that, but that's a now. shoot. They wouldn't like, even wait. Yeah, that's a shoot. Tyrese, like if 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 they're because he's at yeah. twenty eight and a half and thirteen and a half. Ooh. De'Aaron, you said was thirty nine and a half. He's at nine point five. So he. Four, five. He's sixth in assist right now, behind Fred Van Fleet, Trey Young, and these are Jokic, just in season Jamal. Uh, numbers. Jamal. Oh, that's Jamal. It was just Jamal's one game, uh, and oh. Tyrese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured it out. It, uh, you walked me through it. I got it. I got Thank you, you. dog. I got you. Hey, CJ sir. asks over here. This is a good question. Do they raise a banner? <laughs> yes, they would. Yeah, you got. <laughs> you got to do something. Ain't nothing yeah, wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong like with that. Like, you're already up there hanging a Pacific Division championship banner. We might as well have you hang another one. I mean, if you have 17 titles hanging in your, maybe you don't raise an in-season <laughs> tournament banner, but I feel like the NBA team gonna, hasn't retired a number in 20 years. Hang a banner like, up. I feel like the NBA, no matter who wins, like, they're going to send you a banner. Like, you need to oh, hang yeah. this yeah. up because no, they this might. is real. That's a good yeah, point. Hang this up. That's Period. a good point. Are there Commissioner's Cup banners? Oh. I don't know. That's a good question. Is there a Commissioner Cup MVP? Yeah. Oh, so there's yeah. an in-season tournament MVP. Yeah, uh, Asia won it. Okay. Um. Uh. Well, that's a World Championship banner for the uh for the Aces. No. There you go. Oh, Commissioner's Cup champions. Yep. There's one. You know, Seattle has one. You know, one thing we never we never really talked about. I don't think. No, maybe we did. I take that back. I was going to say, we never talked about that whole Tyrese thing where he said the winner should get an automatic play, playoff berth. But I oh, think yeah, we, we did. didn't. No, we, we didn't. We brought it up, but we didn't get to it. We were probably talking about wrestling. So it, was, <laughs> it just didn't It didn't. Survivor Series. <laughs> um, I kind of love it, but I get, like, the flaws in it. Like, I do – I, I kind of love it. But there's a lot of flaws in it. That would – that could make – not the rest of the season for the NBA, but for that team, it can make it almost meaningless. No, we did because we talked it, what about what if you made it like a playing spot? Because hmm. that way you have, the, yeah, like yeah. you have the ability. To... I like that better because no, we did talk about it with Jason Jones, and they were talking about like you can you be no lower than sixth, but you could move up. Yeah. I don't like being sixth because sometimes they just want to be in the sixth. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a, that's huge. Being in the sixth is huge. Yeah, know? and th- and I think that could affect. Because I think I used like the Clippers. Clippers would be like, fine. We already got a series. Yeah. We ain't got to do nothing for yeah. the rest of the season. <laughs> so I like your idea of the play in. I do like that, where you're guaranteed at it's least a minimum of a playing spot. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. What? It, yeah. I like the idea of like maybe you get a one spot bump. So if you're the two seed, you become the one seed with the play in. Oh, it's like a if, money in the bank. It's like a cash in. Like I'm cashing in my money the, in the bank, and I'm the I'm the one seed now. I like it. But if you're the eleven, you know you can get up to ten and bump somebody out mm. of the plan. Mm, I See, like and, that. And it would be oh. known the whole time, you know. Yeah. I don't know, so and maybe fact, do if one you're the for ten each. seed. Well, there's nothing you could do. There's no, like you couldn't <laughs> get too many games ahead of them because it wouldn't matter. They just bump you out. So you'd have to yeah, try to you, be the nine seed. You'd have to be no ten uh, if you no were, if you're another team ten you you jump up to nine and you would get home court. 
No, what I was See? I was talking about I was talking about if you're another team. So say the Kings won, and yeah. they're eleventh. The team that's tenth knows like that's not the play in because the Kings are going to bump us out. We have to try and get nine. Exactly. I think we're on to something. No, I let's think, call the league. No, no, no. Let's 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 really professional wrestling this thing. What if you can't cash in on the last day? You have to like if you want to if you want to take that jump, you have to take the jump during the season. So you still have games that you have to play. So you can you can there's a cutoff date of like two weeks, <laughs> two weeks prior to the end of the season is the, so if you're eleventh, you have to jump to tenth. Uh-huh. Two weeks prior to the end of the season, mm. and and finish the season out that mm. way. I like okay. that. Okay, and what if we added another element where, if you don't make the playoffs somehow, you get to jump up one spot in the draft. Well, see that's mm. see now we're really cooking because I was thinking the same thing. What if you had your choice? You can be in the play-in or you could be in the lottery. You could be in the top. I won't say five, seven. That's a lot. Yeah, seven. No, I say just one spot, a one spot bump. Because but you could you could always What if you could hit one player on the opposing <laughs> team with a steel chair? Just like come up Oh my boom, god. And they have to play five on four the rest well. of the game. <laughs> Damien, this happened. It was called the first round of the Western Conference playoffs oh, with the Golden State Warriors. Don't give that option to the Warriors. Well, Draymond going as a bonus yeah. like he's mankind. That's right. Draymond, Draymond would, Green out there in a sweatsuit just beating the crap out of him. Yeah. He, take, he would take four swings even though he's only allowed one. Oh, that's what The Rock <laughs> yeah. did, yeah. What happened yeah. with The Rock again? They were supposed to do like five chair shots, six chair shots, no. but Rock got pissed off because Mankind kept getting up, <laughs> so he kept hitting him. They ended up doing a thousand. <laughs> no, he, he just destroyed the guy. And he hit him like but, 18 times. But I mean, what happened? Why was he wearing the warm-up suit? He had surgery. <laughs> He had he had a, a That's right. breast reduction or something <laughs> like he had some sort of cosmetic surgery on his chest. Come on, Rock. Hey, it's, it happened. What are you getting that surgery for anyway? Well, because he had a little pocket of fat on his on his booby that he had to have removed. Well, if it was so, he covered up in an Adidas sweatsuit <laughs> for like three months, and the top wasn't even Adidas. Whatever it was, it was just a black. <laughs> Shirt. So we're tying in the in-season tournament to Money in the Bank. What's the Seth Rollins equivalent to cashing in? Like the Kings cashing in last day for the one seed or what's going on? Yeah, that'd have to be it. <laughs> cashing in ahead of a game against the Denver Nuggets where uh, they beat them and get a full game separation. It's supposed to be Nuggets versus the Lakers. Here here come the Kings. What I would love is what the if hell? to just be able to hop on a plane and go play whatever no, it's, it's team the they want. Running down the entrance of the Pepsi Center. If they or made a they giant coin and you had to physically cash it in, like I like that. Here's your coin, yep. like the the David Stern Memorial coin. We we no. talked a little bit during the break about like how this is playing out, and you, you're not getting the the scenario that we talked about in the off season, like of San Antonio getting in here. But yeah. look at what's going on in the East. You got Indiana, mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Well, I got Indiana in the playoffs, remember. True, true. But, I mean, that's still probably a surprise to casuals that Indiana's on there. Sure. Indiana, Milwaukee, Orlando. 
Milwaukee. One in their group. Orlando's New York is in there. You got no Boston. You got no Philly. Mm. You know, you've got you got no How Detroit. How is that possible? Boston's lost four games. Did they lose all their in-season tournament games? They're 2-1 and one in the in-season oh. with a even point differential. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah, the Magic game hurt them. They're just not yeah. good enough, clearly. Wow. I mean, you got no Detroit in here. Blow you it up. That's... Break up Tatum and Brown. Yeah, time for the yearly conversation, fellas. <laughs> Hey, their right. court was fire. I, I like blame Boston's Zingas. Court. Boston's court was fire. Yeah. You blame who? Porzingis? Yeah. Porzingis hurt. Just blame the Porzingis unicorn. Hurt. How long is he out, Jesse? It's, it's a, you know what? It's a calf strain. He'll be fine. We need him for, we need him for April and May. <laughs> it's a calf strain? Yeah. yeah. I don't like that face oh. he made either. He's fine. Oh. He's fine. <laughs> That's one You're long right, buddy. calf He's muscle. He's, that's, <laughs> He's just, just need him ready for the fine. playoffs. I did, we did mention this a minute ago. Phoenix has won seven straight. Yeah. Like they 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 put it together after, a, and there's still no Bradley Beal. No, no, and there won't be a Bradley Beal I'm, for a while. I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised. I am too. But it's I don't. The, the, how many? What are they? Eleven and sixteen. KD I think has played all seventeen games. KD didn't play yesterday. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. He was out yesterday. Oh. I think clubs. I watched the Sun. I didn't watch basketball yesterday. I watched, I watched the end of the Nuggets and the Spurs the second half, and then I watched the Causeway Classic. Stingers up. Booker's been really good. Yeah, like really, really good since he's come back. I mean, he's averaging twenty nine point four and eight point nine assists per game. Mm. So I mean, that, that's just devastating. And you know, uh, like Grayson Allen's been good for them, and Eric Gordon somehow has been good for them. They're they're getting the most out of their guys. Yeah, like the the other guys they're 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 getting the most out of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Nasir Little has been such a small part of their success. So, hmm. you know, you know, one storyline that will be a storyline headed into the to the knockout round of this tournament is. The Lakers are 4-0 and in this thing. Mm-hmm. And they're a team that looks kind of rocky, but they're 4-0 and in the in-season tournament. Maybe this is something that sets them on the right path if, if they, they pull out a couple of wins, maybe even win the tournament. Possibly. Their group was awful, though. I still, I, I still don't see it when I watch them, though. I see LeBron. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. I see LeBron. They, um... Yeah. Who the, oh, they lost to Dallas over the weekend. Dallas is starting to look a little funny in the light. Oh, I hate to see it. Dallas got beat up on a Saturday, I think it was, by the Clippers. It's pretty crazy because there's a possibility that if you, because of who's gotten through, the Kings could play either the Suns or the Lakers and have a fifth game. That we, just what we were trying to figure out in July. See, no one. In division. No, yeah. Nobody wanted to listen to us. We that was that was literally the first question we asked, and we still don't have an answer to it. I'm telling you, it's the NBA's version of Y2K. Everything's shut down if it happens. We have no clue how this thing works. Well, like that, half the teams are Pacific Division. If if the well, either way, if the Kings or the Warriors go through, mm. like that's three teams from the Pacific. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Fifth game. We I asked. If this is the game in March canceled at that point, or are they just going to play five games? The, Nobody knew. The game comes around. The league goes, hey, the hell is it? Hey, 
Cancel this. <laughs> Cancel Re- this. Refund everyone's ticket. Little Jimmy can't see LeBron today. Yeah, that would be it would be pretty intense if you if you lost a third game already to New Orleans and your season series was gone with two more two more games to play. Right? Because New Orleans is in. Lakers. Yeah. Phoenix. So the Kings are trying to become the fourth team. And I, I think the Kings could still become the number one seed, can't they? Uh, I don't know what the point differential um, nah, is. Lakers are they're Lakers way up there. Seventy four yeah. is their point differential. Wait, they're a plus seventy four? Yeah. They're they're in four games. Was, their little group what? was terrible. <laughs> That's Memphis, horrible. Portland, Utah, Phoenix. Oh yeah. That's bad. Oh wow. And they beat they beat Utah by mm-hmm. Yeah. That's over. incredible. I did not know that their point differential was like was that high. Yeah. That that's that's wild. So the funny thing is, it's uh, Lakers potentially. Well, it's probably going to be Lakers Suns for a trip to go to Vegas. Huh. Nice. Oh, that'll that'll get them talking. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you so much for being with us here today. We'll get ready for this in season tournament game against the Warriors tomorrow, beginning at ten a.m. With James Ham and Kyle Matson over on the Insiders, we're going to head over to 102.5 for those music lovers who'd like to join us. By the way, we'll also be out at the ice rink tomorrow. That's right. Uh, ahead of that Kings Warriors game, so we'll talk about that uh, as well. Appreciate you so much for being with us. Hit the thumbs up before you go. We'll run it back next on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Vamos St. Mary's. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.